Please note that this episode of Petty Crime South Africa contains detailed, graphic, complete descriptions and depictions of violence, armed robbery, assault, hijacking, all words too common in the South African lexicon, so much so that they cast the spotlight away from indiscretions that go unnoticed, lurking in the shadows of society's most pestilent underworld. I want to meet the forgotten victims of heinous acts of inconvenience. Join me, a professional amateur sleuth, as we try to solve the cases that plague ordinary hard-working people and also trust fund beneficiaries. And maybe we can close this chapter of trauma on their lives. My name is Phil DeLunger, and this is Petty Crime South Africa. It was just nowhere to be found. So I had to wash my hair without shampoo. I was too scared to even go into my kitchen. I had to give a value of everything that was stolen, and everything that I gave them was so cheap. Today we hear about possibly the most surprising twist in all the cases that have ever featured on this groundbreaking, expertly curated community service of amateur forensics. At first it appeared we were dealing with a villain so heinous and dirty that I, a professional amateur sleuth, needed to take a shower after listening to our victim's testimony. And it was in the shower that our story begins. It happened a couple of months ago during Ramadan. So during the holy month? Yes. I suppose that made it even worse then? Yes, it did. Take us through the day. I woke up really early in the morning so that I could shower and like prepare for the day. And while I was in the shower, um, I noticed my shampoo wasn't on the windowsill where I usually leave it. So I was looking around the bathroom trying to figure out, did I move the shampoo? Like, where would I put it? I only have one bathroom. And it was just nowhere to be found. Meet Fatima Zahra from Crawford in Cape Town. She thought that she could get an early start to the day before her fast, but never could have imagined that a simple moment of missing shampoo would lead her down a path of property invasion, theft and criminality inspired by environmental sustainability. So I had to wash my hair without shampoo. (gasps) And... um, when I finished, I messaged my boyfriend and I said, Hey, um, my shampoo's not where I left it. Do you know if the window was wide open last night? Because I think it may have fallen out. And he said, it couldn't have fallen out of the window. It wasn't open that wide. So I was like, okay, I'm going to check when like the sun is out. Then maybe I'll see the bottle of shampoo lying on the floor. But I was too scared to, to leave the house and check while it was dark. I was too scared to even go into my kitchen because I thought, like, oh, how is my shampoo gone? Like, this doesn't make sense to me. So about an hour or so later, my boyfriend messages me and he says, um, do you have a neighborhood watch in your area? So I said, yes. And he's like, I just checked your cameras and someone was in your backyard yesterday. And I felt like my whole body just went cold because I was, I was so stressed that somebody had been on my property. 
and he's like yeah there was a guy in the yard uh, at about four in the afternoon which made me feel even worse because I was at home at four in the afternoon like sitting on my bed and I was too scared to look at the, the footage so he basically described it to me and he said the guy saw that my gate wasn't locked he walked into the backyard and he stole my big plastic bin not the not the like council bin just the old bin that I had laying in the yard and he took the old coke bottle that I was supposed to recycle that I had left outside and there's like there's a, a section of the yard that isn't covered by the cameras so he kind of went off screen and that's when he must have reached into the bathroom window and taken my shampoo um, and it wasn't cheap shampoo it was Tresemme shampoo which is like over a hundred and a bottle and I realized a couple of days later also that he had taken my solar lights that were like stuck in the ground outside was this you can see in the video that he he took something and put it in his bag but we couldn't see clearly what it was and I only noticed because I saw my my yard was in darkness during load shedding so he took did he take the recycled bottles the recyclable bottles as well yes the coke bottles how much do you think he would have gotten for them if he took them to a shop maybe like seven rand so you lost out on shampoo solar lights and seven rand yeah I did we need to pause and take note of a few things stolen shampoo pilfered solar lights an absconded trash can and plundered recyclable coke bottles this act of depravity was more than a petty crime my fine-tuned spidey sense of semi-professional petty criminal investigative expertise is telling me that this could be a heist with ulterior motives before the end of this episode i will reveal why i think we may actually be dealing with a social vigilante and not a common thief my questions led me down a path of the experience that at least 70% of men will have in their lifetime according to your boyfriend in the video footage do you think he noticed the man did he have hair Um the man was wearing a beanie so we couldn't even see how much hair he had but his hair wasn't poking out through the beanie so it must have been short. Hmm. Cuz I was about to give you a suggestion to uh, look around the neighborhood to see if there isn't a man walking around with beautiful hair. I haven't seen anything like that so I'm not uh, I don't think it was someone with long hair. Okay. All right. Do you think there's a market somewhere close by for secondhand bottles of shampoo? I actually think there is because I live close to a train station and I'll sometimes see like these big blankets with old clothes and just like random stuff on it that people are selling. So I think my shampoo may have ended up there. But you never went to go check to see if you had a specific bottle of shampoo that was there, right? No, I would never want shampoo back after someone touched it. Have you informed the local neighborhood watch that there is a shampoo, solar and coke bottle thief in the area? I did. I sent them the videos and they actually said that this guy's description matches someone else that like they've heard stories about stealing stuff in our neighborhood. 
So we are dealing with someone who has operated in the area before. He also appears to be an expert in covert operations, nicking toiletries, miscellaneous garden items, and also recycling. Are we dealing with a dangerous thief? Or are we dealing with a vigilante operating for the greater good of society? The alleged thief had specifically taken Fatima's Tresemme shampoo, a product that had been the subject of controversy in 2020 after alleged racially insensitive adverts caused protests and boycotts in South Africa. Was our so-called criminal trying to in fact eliminate the burden of Fatima owning such a controversial product? Regarding the empty Coca-Cola bottles, it is also my theory that he was eliminating the need for Fatima to waste her precious time by taking her recycling off of her hands. What about the garden solar lights? Suburban neighborhoods are often filled with trees and high walls that would cast shadows. Was our so-called garden thief merely relocating the solar lights to a more open area for maximum sun exposure and sustainable energy production? And what about the stolen trash can, you ask? Perhaps he needed it to use as a vessel to transport all the items he had a greater use for. Or perhaps he took it knowing someone such as myself was onto him in an attempt to throw me off and to think he was a common street criminal and not a hero, knowing that Saps would never find him. Did you report this to, to the police, by the way? I did, actually. Just because I was very disturbed by someone being on my property. And it was so embarrassing because I had to give a value of everything that was stolen. And everything that I gave them was so cheap, like it wasn't even worth going to the police. You know, I'm, I was worried it would happen again if he saw the gate is open. You know, what if he comes for my conditioner next? If you or someone you know has been a victim of similar injustices and crimes, Perhaps I can help. To get hold of me, please drive around the city of Cape Town and press your hooter in Morse code with your message. Petty Crime South Africa is an All Ears FM production. Edited by Phil DeLunger. Organized by Phil DeLunger. Cases investigated by Phil DeLunger. With special thanks to half-empty shampoo bottles and also to Phil DeLunger. My name is Phil DeLunger. Petty Crimes South Africa. Real people. Petty Crimes.